Okay, on this, the fourth Sunday of Lent, here we go. It's all about seeing correctly. Now we all see, but it's a matter of seeing correctly. And not only the way we see, but in a sense, we wanna see how God sees. So let's start with the first reading. Okay, God, does, God is getting upset with Saul, the first king. And so God has told Samuel, listen, I can't stand Saul anymore as a king. I'm gonna replace him. You gotta go find somebody. And I need for you to go to Jesse. He's got a bunch of boys. And uh, there you're going to find the king. And so off goes, uh, off goes Samuel. And Jesse has these great looking boys, it seems. And when Samuel walks in, he says, wow, these guys look kingly. I guess they, they had a king look about them, big, tall, strong, all of that. And so Samuel said, okay, this is gonna be easy. However, then God interferes and says to Samuel, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're looking for someone you want. I am going to show you who I want. So quit looking through your eyes. I want you to look through my eyes. I want you to be aware of what I see, not necessarily what you see. So Samuel says, sure. Okay, and then Samuel then goes on and then uh, looks at all these guys. And so Jesse has a bunch of boys, prays them all out. And God said, no, 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 no. Until finally, you know, Samuel says, is this it? And then obviously there was David in the field. And I guess David did not look kingly enough or he just had to go out and work. But nonetheless, Samuel said, send for him. And sure enough, when David walked in the door, God says, this is the one that I see. And this is the one I want you to see. And therefore, now we have David as king. To the blind man now with Jesus. A blind man from birth. And there's a, we did the short reading because the reading is quite long. But basically, it's all about trying to decide why is this man born blind? And whose fault is it? Everybody's looking for a fault, and that's a human nature. So when we see something, and, and see something we don't like, and something that's happening that we don't like, then therefore, we have to find fault. It's just part of our nature. And so everybody starts arguing about, you know, who, who sinned? Was this a parent's sin? Which parent? And so therefore, this poor man has to suffer because of some reason. So along comes Jesus. And as, 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 uh, as miracles go, and as healings go, this had a lot of moving parts to it. Uh, normally, when Jesus heals, he just says something, or he doesn't even have to say something. And he doesn't even have to be around the person uh, when Jesus heals. Uh, he can heal somebody from pretty far away, and we know that. But not in this case. This is kind of complicated because he has to spit on the ground and make mud, which is a lot of spitting. So he has to spit on the ground, make this mud. Then what does he do? He made a clay and smeared it on the guy's eyes. Then, then 
and I don't know how he does this, but <laughs> Jesus says to the man who, who is blind, now you have to go to the pool of Siloam. And I don't know, we don't hear how that happens, but somehow that guy has to get to Siloam. He has to go in there and he's got to wash and then he can see. A lot of moving parts. People see this man who was born blind, see him as a beggar. Now he's walking around and people are saying, wait, who are you now? Weren't you a blind beggar? And now you're walking around, you can see? And how did this happen? When did this happen? Did it happen on the Sabbath? Did, and somebody put clay in your eyes? Somebody did work? It was a mess. So they sent the guy to the Pharisees and he was interrogated by the Pharisees. You know, how did this happen? Who did this? And why did this do this? And, and, and all of this. And, and everybody's getting angry and angrier because this doesn't make sense. You're not following the rules. This happened on a Sabbath. At no point was anybody happy for the man. Not once in this reading do we hear, you can see, congratulations, this is great, your life has changed. What did they do? They threw him out. They said, get out. You shouldn't be seeing. You should be a beggar because that's, that's what we see. We see you as a beggar. We see you as a blind man. And we're comfortable with that. We liked that. And now this other guy comes along and does this to you? No, I don't like that. We don't like it. You can leave. And no one said, hey, good for you. And then now Jesus now comes along and says, do you believe? And the blind man says, yes. In our second reading, brothers and sisters, you were once in darkness. Uh, we're in darkness again. This reading is really concerned about us. You were once in darkness, and here we are in darkness again. But now you are the light of the Lord. Our vision our life has changed because of Jesus. If we open our hearts and open our minds and open our souls to Jesus, then there is a light that shines. And it shines forth so others can see, so that Samuel can see how to choose a king and it can shine forth for the blind man who can actually now see and go about a new life. And therefore now we are faced with the situation of darkness. We live in a time now, very quickly, of fear and concern. We don't know what's happening. We keep hearing this news all the time of what's happening. And the more you listen to the news, the scarier you can become. You know, you just have to sometimes just turn off the television and say, okay, I've had enough. And what can happen is, is that if we see this all the time, it is a darkness that comes upon us. And take, and, and as St. Paul says to the Ephesians, take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Rather, be children of light. Light produces every kind of goodness. 
And so now that is what we are called to be. In this time of darkness, which we have to face, now we have to also open our hearts and open our, open our eyes and our faith so that now the love of Christ can shine through us. Awake, O sleeper. Do not be lulled into the fear of darkness. Rather, be courageous and open ourselves up to the light of Christ. It can be done. We do it by being kind. We do it by every kind of work of goodness, every kind of righteousness and truth. This is what we are called to be. So on this, the fourth Sunday of Lent, on this Latari Sunday, this Rejoice Sunday, when it doesn't seem like we should rejoice, it's interesting. The readings tell us to rejoice, that even though there is darkness, we have the ability to see. If we allow Jesus into our heart, then darkness cannot penetrate it. And you know what? We'll be okay. <laughs>